You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host Andy Storch and this is episode 9 of my new podcast where I share my NFT journey to help you with your NFT journey. And if you have been listening so far, hopefully you've got a chance to go through our first eight episodes where we talked about what NFTs are, why I think they're important, why I'm excited about them, what the opportunities are, how to buy an NFT, how to avoid being scammed. And I also did a two-part interview with my friend Bennett Phillips all about the NFT market, what he's interested in investing in, how he got started. We also talked about how to buy and how to avoid being scammed. In the last episode, I talked about some of the most famous NFT projects. And I think it's easy to look at some of those famous NFT projects like CryptoPunks and Bored Apes and even VFriends, which, you know, as I'm recording this, the cheapest is $50,000 and think, wow, I have completely missed the boat. Should I even try? Because I've totally missed it. Well, in this episode, I want to try to convince you or persuade you to believe that, no, you have not missed the boat. In fact, it is very early in the world of NFTs. Again, you know, you look at some of the stuff that's been going on. The NFT world is technically about three years old, but really took off in sort of the mainstream in the first quarter or second quarter of 2021. And I want to give you a stat. I already gave this stat before, but OpenSea, which is the main website that's where everyone trades NFTs, it's kind of like the eBay of NFTs. OpenSea did about $20 million in all of 2020 in top line revenue or, or sales. And this year, as the time I'm recording this, I hear they're doing uh, nearly $2 billion a week, possibly more at this point. So it's just grown and grown and grown. It's actually skyrocketed this year. And yet, I think it is still extremely early in this space. And you have absolutely not the missed the boat. Yes, you missed the opportunity to be a super early adopter and get in on things like CryptoPunks and Bored Apes and even VFriends, which has taken off since it launched in May of this year. But there are lots and lots of new projects. In fact, there are new projects launching every day. There are new people getting into the system, new artists, celebrities, businesses, Fortune 500 companies that are jumping in and figuring out what to do with NFTs. And I really think this is just the beginning. Let me give you some stats that I was just looking up. According to the research I found, 58% of Americans own stocks. That's, you know, trade stocks traded on the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. You know, they own equity pieces of big companies, right? And and some of those Americans are trading individual stocks like me, like I've been doing for the last 10 years. And many of them own stocks through mutual funds or through managers, fund managers who buy on their behalf, right? But they still own stocks. 58% of Americans own stock. I'm surprised that number is not even higher than that, but it's probably the highest it's ever been. And according to the research, I gathered 14% of Americans own cryptocurrency. That's as of um, the beginning of August 2021. So that number is going to continue to go up. The adoption rate has been really fast this year. 14% of Americans own cryptocurrency. And from what I can find, what I can tell, less than 1%, less than 1% of 1% of Americans own non-fungible tokens, own an NFT. And I can tell you that's true because I've just found an article about what's going on in the NFT world that said, according to 
DAPS Radar's data, OpenSea, which again is that's the main website where everybody buys and trades NFTs, recorded 181% user growth in the last 30 days. This was as of August 23rd, with over 140,000 unique wallet addresses involved in transactions, and 1.5 million transactions took place for a total volume of $1.6 billion. Now that sounds like a lot, but 140,000 wallets is less than 1% of 1% of Americans. Remember, 58% of Americans own stock. That's 58% times over, we'll just say 300 million Americans right now. That's 174 million people and 140,000 people are trading NFTs. So why do I share those numbers with you? I, I love numbers and data, but the point is, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of the number of people that own stocks. And if you see NFTs as an investment and you believe as an investment and you believe that a lot of people are going to be jumping into it for investment purposes, then you know that number is going to continue to grow and grow and grow as people see the opportunity. And therefore, if you are jumping into NFTs now, you are still in the first 1% of people in this country, in this world, who are investing in NFTs. In fact, that 140,000 number that's not Americans, that's globally. So really, that's out of you know 7 billion people. Obviously, a large, significant percentage of those people are children or in poor countries that you know don't have internet access or not going to be buying cryptocurrency and NFTs. But you get the point. There are probably at least 2 billion people who are eligible to be buying cryptocurrency and NFTs, and the adoption is still very, very tiny. And if you believe in the promise of this space and where this is going, that NFTs will be investments and collectibles well beyond art and IP and the projects that we're getting into right now, but that there are opportunities for us to start buying and selling houses on the blockchain via NFTs. You could you can tokenize your house or your condo or your townhouse and sell it on the blockchain. You know, we talked about this before. Bands or artists could be selling NFTs to fund projects or fund themselves, uh, authors, speakers, um, you know, in the art world, that businesses could be now using NFTs to raise money instead of selling equity or stock, you know, openings or public public offerings. The sky is the limit and the opportunities are endless in this space if it's done right. And it's going to take time, right? I think every ticket in the future to a concert or a sporting event is going to be an NFT. And therefore, there's going to be a lot of companies investing and creating those NFTs. And we're all going to have digital wallets. That's going to take some time. But I do think it is coming. And therefore, if you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, gosh, you know, Andy's been doing this for so long. By the way, as I record this, I've been doing this for four or five months and I'm like an industry veteran, right? That's how long this space has been around. Not that long. And so, yeah, you see people that have been doing it and they know what they're doing and they're making money, but you have a chance to jump in and there's new projects launching all the time. And one of the new ones now caveat, remember on a macro level, NFTs are absolutely, I think, are going to take over everything. This is the future. This is Web 3.0. But on a micro level, a lot of there's new projects launching every day, and most of them are going to fail, are going to go to zero, are going to be worthless in 10 years. But there will be many that are valuable long term, and one or two might be launching tomorrow that end up becoming the most valuable NFT project, right? And if you get in early, you could turn a $500 investment into a $50,000 or $500,000 investment like uh, what has been done with CryptoPunks and Board Ape Yacht Club, which is just crazy. As I record this, I put about uh, 50000 
into vFriends, and that is worth probably close to 500000 now. It's just absolutely nuts. It's been June, July, August, September, four months for it to do that, and, and the future is bright, right? We're just getting started. So there are still so many new opportunities, so many things that will be coming out. So remember that we are in we are very, very early times. You also have to think about what's going to happen years and decades from now. If you're a long-term investor, long-term collector, as money changes hands, I had this conversation with my father yesterday, who's 70 years old and has a long time been investing in stocks, but he's still a pretty conservative investor. And we were talking about the generational shift, how most people his age are not comfortable getting into cryptocurrency or NFTs. And uh, not to be too morbid, but you know, most people in that generation are going to be dying in the next 30 years, and they'll be transferring a lot of their wealth to the next generation, to millennials and Gen X and Gen Z. And those people of my age and, and maybe your age, depending on how old you are, are more comfortable buying things like cryptocurrency and NFTs, and therefore will be taking that wealth and putting more of it into cryptocurrency and NFTs instead of the stock market or real estate. And I'm saying stock market or real estate's ever going away. I don't think they will. I think those are they're, those are tried and true, legitimate, long-term things. But I do think we see younger investors taking money that they would have put in the stock market and instead investing it in things like cryptocurrency and NFTs. And it just means there's new opportunities. There's different opportunities. There's different ways to invest money, to make money, to store money when you don't need it versus just cash in the bank or buying a rental property or buying stocks on the stock market, right? All those things are viable. And now we have more viable options as well. Uh, For instance, I'm selling a house soon and I'm going to have some money from that that I want to hold on to for a year or so. And I don't want to put it just in cash. So I plan on putting some of it into cryptocurrency and, and hopefully it will grow, right? We'll see what happens. And I'll actually record some of that as I'm doing it and we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm recording this a little bit earlier than I plan on launching this podcast. Um, but anyway, that's it for today. I want you to just think about the fact that we are so, so early that you have not really missed the boat on anything. Even the most expensive projects I mentioned, if you have the money to get in to VFriends for 60000 or Bored Apes for 150000 or CryptoPunks for 400000 that might be a cheap investment compared to what it, where it will be five or 10 years from now. We have no idea. And then, of course, there's tons and tons of new projects and NFTs and art and things coming out every day that you can buy for three, dollars $500, and those might be worth a lot more money one day. Don't really know. And again, as usual, I'm, you know, I've, I don't know if I've said this in a while, but I'm not an investment advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. And I am not an expert. I'm just someone who's on this journey who sees a great opportunity. And as always, I recommend, like Gary Vaynerchuk recommends all the time in his posts, who I follow, do not spend or invest money that you cannot afford to lose because this is a very volatile market. Things do go up and down all the time. And so you've got to be comfortable with the fact that you could buy something for $500 and the next day it could be worthless. In fact, that happened to me just last week. I rushed into something, spent nearly $1,000, and I think it's, it's nearly worthless now. And I'm, I was really kicking myself all day. And I had to remind myself of all the great investments I've made. And every now and then we make mistakes. We have to account for the fact that those things will happen. So be thoughtful with what you're doing. Do your research, talk to people, and then try some things. Get some experience. And remember, it's very, 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 very early days. Things will change. Things will go up over time. So good luck in my next episode I'm going to be maybe sharing a little bit more about how I got scammed. I'm also going to talk about vFriends in more detail. And in the future, also going to talk about how NFTs are making me connections and getting attention from influencers. We might also talk about DAOs. And I'd love to get questions 
from you, questions from you. So if you just go to mynftjourney.net, that's mynftjourney.net, you can check out some of our resources that are available there and also ask a question. Let me know what's on your mind. What are you thinking about? What are you curious about in this space? And maybe we'll do a future episode on it. All right, thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.